Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee. Oh, let me turn my cup right. And a whole lot of Jesus. So we are in Proverbs 22, um, looking at verse 22 and 23. I didn't change my reference, but I'll do that in a second. So let's say a prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word. Open our eyes to truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, let's look at scripture. So yesterday, um, we kind of set up, we set up this section of Proverbs. Solomon said that he had 30 sayings or 30 wise teachings that he was going to give. So most likely this section, uh, starting with verse 17 of chapter 22, was written at a different time, of course. He's not just sitting down all at one time and writing all of Proverbs. It's, it's bits and pieces put together of things that he wrote over time in his life. And so we're seeing a little section here that he put together. Um, and he's giving 30 wise sayings. And many of them echo stuff that he has already said previously in Proverbs that we've already talked about. But you know what? That just means they're important. And that's why he repeats them again. Now Solomon was a champion for the poor. Um, he was extremely rich king uh, because of his wisdom and because of his desire to follow the Lord and honor him. Now, he wasn't perfect. He made mistakes in his life, but God blessed him with material wealth. But he understood and knew that that really didn't mean anything. Uh, Solomon was wise enough to know where true wealth lied. And he often talks about the poor and taking care of the poor. So let's read verse 22 and 23, kind of break it down and see how it applies to our lives today. Do not rob the poor because he is poor, or crush the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord will plead to their cause and rob of life those who rob them. Now, it should come to no surprise that Verse 22 and 23 have everything to do with the second greatest commandment, loving others, right? Now, he specifically points out the poor, but this we don't need to just think of this in a sense of people who are without finances or without food, okay? Because think of who the poor are in society. Children. Children don't work and don't have jobs, right? They completely rely upon their parents and family members to take care of them. Children can be thrown in that category of the poor. They are the weak. They can easily be taken advantage of, right? Think of the elderly. Think of um, um, the elderly who who are sick, um, those who are weak physically, mentally, can be taken advantage of. They can be considered poor. Mentally handicapped people can be considered poor. People who cannot take care of themselves, okay? Children are not developed to the point that they can can detect deception as easily as adults can, okay? So think of all of those different groups of people fall in this category of the poor. Anyone who, who, who can easily be taken advantage of. And I love the statement here. He says, do not rob the poor because they are poor. So the idea here is don't take advantage of people. 
It's not just the poor, but you don't take advantage of people. Don't hurt someone else. Don't use them for your own personal gain, knowing that it's going to cause harm and hardship upon them in the long run. You know, and so all of these things in the category of, of abused, people who are abused in, in uh, rest homes, children who are in abusive homes, all of those things fall into this category of the poor. Solomon had, had great compassion for people who were taken advantage of, and it, it angered him greatly. We can see that in the way that he writes in Proverbs, that it angered him greatly when anyone was taken advantage of. And he's right, because this built upon the, the two greatest commandments, loving God, loving others. If you're not considering other people and you're one who's willing to, to take advantage of another person, then you're not loving other people. You're loving yourself. And Solomon has strong words for people who do that. The Lord will plead their cause, those who are being taken advantage of, and he's going to rob the life of those who robbed those poor people or took advantage of those people. Okay, Don't expect God to bless you if you are not going to bless others. If you're going to take from others and you're going to harm others for your own personal gain, then guess what? God's not going to bless that and he might just remove the life of the one doing that. Okay? So it's a serious thing to consider and think about. And this is why we need to be champions for the poor and the afflicted and those who who are handicapped by many different different ways. We need to be servants to them. We need to serve them, to protect them, to take care of them, okay? And we're talking about people who are disadvantaged, people who cannot help themselves, whether they are children, okay, who need to be taken care of and reared up and protected, or the elderly who need to be protected, or the sick, the infirmed, the handicapped who need to be taken care of, okay? We need to serve them. And that's the idea that Solomon's teaching here. Love others. Now, I'm going to bring up one more thing in here that might cause some confusion for people. So, there's this statement here. He says, do not rob the poor because he's poor or crush the afflicted at the gate. What are you talking about? Crush the afflicted at the gate. Well, in, in Solomon's day and time and in ancient Israel, Often a lot of the financial decisions and a lot of the um, judicial decisions would be made at the gates of the city, believe it or not. That's where it would happen. People would go there to perform um, transactions, uh, business transactions, or they would go there um, to, to um, enact punishment on someone or to receive justice for a situation or whatever. And so oftentimes many of the afflicted people, many of the poor people would be at the gate because there was a lot of interaction going on around the city gates. Um, and the hopes that someone would, would show compassion to them and give them something. So the reason he's talking about at the gate is because of that reason. Like, we don't do that today. We don't have a gate of our town or our city and everyone congregate there. But the idea is that there are afflicted people. And so our gates might be, 
you know, on the street in our community. They might be at the Walmart. Our gates might be at the grocery store. You know, it might be at the church, wherever. Okay, our gate in our society and culture today can be in many different locations, but the idea remains the same. Love others. Don't take advantage of them, but sacrifice of yourself for the point of lifting others up and helping them. That's the idea here, and that's what we need to strive to do. So, Proverbs 22, 22 through 23 is all about the second greatest commandment, which in turn points us to the greatest commandment, to love God with all our heart. And I'm going to end with that. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Seek first the kingdom of God. Take care, and I'll see you again tomorrow morning. Bye.